Well, exciting news, John. Uh, sitting in for James Thompson today, we have Guy English. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to be here. Well, we're going to probably talk about games in this. Uh, so it, it makes sense. It makes sense to have Guy here. Are we going to have an epic conversation about games? Yeah. We're going to have an uh, yeah, yeah. There will be no puns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit. Wrong show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I should have mentioned that beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, you probably, you went to a lot of work, I'm sure. Uh, n- no, but I did read all of the stuff I was probably not going to read if I hadn't been on the show. <laughs> well, before, yeah, I, I think that's I know, did the like same I, thing. I got the too, gist right? of it and I actually went and did the homework. <laughs> I would not have read anything if I was not going to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before we dive into Epic, I just want to I want to ask you both for whatever degree you're comfortable talking about it. Um, if you're using the Apple Watch OS betas and how you feel, like I am stressed out about sleep tracking. I was excited to try out sleep tracking. First of all, I'm super stressed out by the hand washing thing because it clearly cannot quite hear all of my hand washing and I'll caveat that it's a beta, but like it only likes it if it can really hear scrubbing sounds. But the, my 20 seconds includes the, the, the rinsing portion and everything else. And it does, my watch thinks I'm filthy is my point, mm-hmm. but um, the sleep tracking really means that I'm, I need to find a whole new cadence to my day for when I'm charging the watch because it cannot handle well, it. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That would be the big problem, right? Yes. I, I am running the beta. Um, I have found the, the hand washing to be pretty good. Uh, every once in a while when I'm just like cooking and I want to <laughs> get like raw egg or something off my hand, I usually don't feel like I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should be doing 20 seconds, but I usually feel like if it's not a COVID wash, I don't really need to worry about it quite as much. <laughs> I mean, like you know, like salmonella yeah. might make me sick, but it's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna yeah. straight up kill me in the face. To... So I'm less. Right. You just got the the everyday pathogens rather than yeah. the uh, super pathogens. Right. I feel like I feel yeah. like I don't need to be quite so. So I'll do like you know like like five or ten seconds, and then it's like you're not done yet. And I guess I am, but. Um, <laughs> I think it. I think it works pretty well. Uh, I wish I could get the sounds for it without turning on all sounds, um, because the tap that it does at the end is pretty light, and I sometimes miss it. And then, you, and then if you try and look at like the bubble thing to enjoy the screen, you know, to see the little animation, um, it says you're not washing your hands, and you, like, it notices, and it's like you're not washing your hands. Get back to washing your hands. And I was like, I know, but I wanted to look at the animation, so. That's funny that somebody sweated that yeah. animation so <laughs> yeah. much. Um, but and I have I am not interested in the sleep tracking thing. I am not going to wear my watch while I oh, sleep. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Yeah. I don't mind wearing it while I sleep. It's not at all like a comfort thing. And if you turn on, um, if you hit the the sleep option in notification center on your uh, phone, then it like puts your watch into sleep mode too, which is nice. So you can like still press the button and see what time it is, but otherwise it's not going to light up while you're moving around. But yeah, I mean, a couple times, it, my watch knows I wanted to track my sleep. So it's like, hey, you're going to have to charge if you want to use me to, 
while you're sleeping tonight because I should have at least 30% left and I don't. I find that it uses about 25% of the battery overnight on my wrist. So like mm-hmm. I have, I've had to move my watch charger from my nightstand to like my office setup so that when I'm just sitting for a while, I can plug it in. But then, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to race upstairs and grab something. And, you know, I just ran up and down the stairs without my watch on and it's misery inducing. So that's, <laughs> that's the pain point. <laughs> Because you're not getting counted. Because it's not counting. Yeah. Yes. You need a a day and night watch. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like a guy like you should, could have, could have, should have a day and night watch. Mm -hmm. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I I just feel like uh, sleep tracking would stress me out. (laughs) I don't know why. I just feel You wouldn't be able to get to sleep because of the sleep tracking? Yeah, I already can't get to sleep. Like, I, I don't need a robot scolding me. Yeah. Exactly. That's why, and I already have the bed, so the bed's the. Although I don't pay any attention to what the bed says, so it doesn't matter. So. <laughs> the, the is the bed a product? Yeah, it's a, well, it's a generic? it's a product that used to be an advertiser on a different show. Um, <laughs> and uh, okay. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna so say their like, name for the free. Product name is, but, uh, <laughs> but it keeps but it keeps okay, track so of it keeps track of. Um, it, it's it has a number that it assigns to your sleep. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> say who. Okay, okay. But yes, it can track how well you're sleeping. That's right. You're, so you're and I, have not, I honestly have not looked at the number in months. So yeah. I don't really know. I mean, well, I, I listen, I like just knowing if what my trend line is like. I like knowing am I getting more sleep over time or less sleep over time or staying consistent. And so I appreciate all those things. I don't like my phone telling me to go to sleep. I don't like my watch telling me to, like that. I don't need that. I'm, I'm a grown man. But um, I, I do like seeing the- you were asleep for this long. The, the one reminder that I do like is that it will tell you when you get home if you have not washed your hands, <laughs> yeah. which I think is a great idea. I haven't actually experienced that yet, but um, I Because you don't leave your house. Because <laughs> I don't leave my house. Well, I, I, I occasionally do, but um, I haven't since I upgraded to the beta. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good idea. Also, uh, as for washing my hands, uh, if it falls back to scolding you for not having done long enough, that's doing the least harm yeah right yeah right it, so whatever maybe you feel bad for a split second but you're you're an autonomous human exactly you can ignore it watch, yeah. you know? that's, I, like, thanks yeah. for the tip right. yeah. I've, I've just i've been shrugging it off if if i've got raw egg on my hand <laughs> it is funny though that like every time you wash your hands until you get used to it which i still have not you're like oh i just got a notification here while i'm washing my hand and then you check and it's like telling you about keep washing your hands <laughs> It just it's like yeah. a little amusement yeah. each time. Like, what message? Did, oh, right. I am actively washing my hands. Thank you, watch. Uh, all right. So, who's right? John. Who's wrong? Only Guy and John can decide in the battle between Epic <laughs> and Apple. What happened to Jesse? Jesse's out this week. Yes. Are are, are that's a weird. Yeah, are you weird legally uh, are le- legally unable to offer an opinion? Oh, I'm happy to offer an opinion. I just don't know, so I'm asking you guys. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I know either, really. I mean, I think they're they're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So why don't you lay out the case, Bailiff? Uh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> and you, I I know it in broad strokes, but the so Epic, the maker of Fortnite, which is a apparently wildly popular game for the kids. Uh, my kid does not play this game, um, and there's a there is a strident group of young people who are anti Fortnite. I think because it's so popular, um, 
So, and he is in that group, oddly. Um, and he has a good friend who is in the opposite group. So it's, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. But they published a version of the game. So the game is free, um, but you can buy, like, outfits and stuff, characters and things within the game, right? And they published a version that let you use their own coin stuff outside of the app the apple app purchasing process or yep. payment so you could pay with your credit card to buy x number of coins, coins yes to get you know other stuff within the game which of course apple says you cannot do and so right. apple basically took their i mean they took the they took the game off the store and right. which still and meant that everybody this, who had it could keep playing it but they couldn't publish updates. They couldn't, you know, yes. no new people could install it if they didn't already have the app um, downloaded prior. And then what happened, John? <laughs> and then also uh, the same thing happened on Google Play, right? Yes. So it's not completely just Apple, but Google Play also takes 30% of games. Um, and it was removed from the Google Play Store as well. And so now Apple is threatening... They, they want them because a lot of people have the version of the game where that has this purchasing mechanism that goes around Apple's system. They want Epic to release an update to the game to fix this, to go back to the way that it was. Uh, and Epic doesn't want to release that, and so Apple is threatening the developer license. It's okay. more than threatening. Apple has thus far said, we are revoking it as of this day, which will mean in theory... Yes, that's right. Which yeah. was in a fortnight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, August 28th. That I don't know if that's a mistake or if two weeks just feels like a fair enough warning, but it is, it's yeah. perfect. It's enough time for them to make there's a change. No way, yeah. There's no way that the, the guys that are paying attention to this, I mean, I guess it's still Schiller and, and those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, no the app store is still under Schiller. That's a giant fuck you. Like the two weeks is yeah. perfect. <laughs> I, there's no way they don't know. I also, I don't know who the typical consumer blames. One, because a lot of the consumers are on the younger side, right, for Fortnite. But then, like, mm -hmm. am I mad at Fortnite because they did something wrong, in quotes, to get their app pulled? Or am I mad at Apple for doing the pulling? I think you're probably an equal opportunity mad person. Um, it's like when uh, HBO Max doesn't work on uh, Roku devices. I'm mad at everybody. I don't care if it's HBO's fault or right. if it's the Roku's right. fault. I'm just figure your shit out. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, the... What I'm unclear on, and maybe Guy, you'll know, is when they revoke the developer license, does that mean that people who have the app installed, it'll stop working? Uh, yeah, and you'll get a nasty dialogue. And I believe the dialogue says this app will damage your computer. <laughs> Move to trash. Yeah. Like the but what about on iOS? Yeah. Uh, I think I they can they iOS. can get around it on the Mac, right? I think you can choose, still find a way to run it on the Mac. But on iOS, I believe it, it will actually... Um, they think they can even when make I'd, it disappear, right? Yes, I'd signed an app for uh, for Gruber that it was well, whatever it was a it was a napkin. It was like a more recent build a napkin that we stopped selling, but I just didn't. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, he still well he still I'm uses a little it, sugar so for Johnny. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, if you want it, sure. But guess what happened? I signed it with my developer account. And my developer account expired somehow, so he got this nasty warning saying that like the app I'd given him was about to destroy his computer <laughs> and I'm like it's fine when it's John yeah right you it's not that's not fine if I'd given it to 
other yeah. people that would have felt really bad. And honestly, I even think that that warning is unfair right now when it's not even a revoked developer certificate. Because just today, if you install an app that doesn't have one at all, it'll say this is from an untrusted developer that you downloaded from the internet. And that's not necessarily true. But then it is probably right. one of the top three questions I get from Mac using friends of mine who for whom I'm tech support, right? They'll be like, I just got this weird thing, what do I do? And like when literally the answer is right click on it and then choose open and then choose the non default option in the dialogue that follows. It, it's definitely like not in our ecosystem hostile. Like huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. In ways that are yeah. scary if you don't know anything. And and in, in a case, you know, I mean sometimes in cases like this and in, and I think there was another case recently where there was more of a, a misunderstanding or disagreement or something um and i don't remember exactly what it was with the previous person but it was just like a week ago um they revoked the developer's license for some minor problem and then you know like and then you know everybody gets that message that says it's going to damage your computer and so that sends a a a very (laughs) that puts in a very specific context that is not correct and you know and if yeah. and if the situation gets corrected and then they suddenly let the the app ship again they don't they're like okay then we're done you know they, they don't go back and say sorry we um <laughs> we were incorrect there's nothing wrong with this app or like you know in, in the in the user's mind there's you know there could reasonably be some level of doubt there about yeah they've spent no time getting that flow into the hands of the designers mm-hmm. Like you get like an angry box, it tells you to move the thing to the trash. There's no real explanation. They could have one. Like every time that they discovered that the uh, uh, the signing certificate's no good anymore, they could have it automatically query the server. They could have the app store query the uh, the the app store server and download like a little explanation of what happened. Yeah. Yep. You know, like here's just a little right. text snippet being like, okay, we disabled this because of this, this, and this. Right. Uh, maybe change the dialogue a little bit. Be a little friendlier. Yeah. Uh, but and if you don't care, right if your user doesn't care, you could still. Anyway. If your user doesn't care, you could just still click through it as fast as you could click through the other message, right? It would just right. be. Yeah, it would just be slightly more informative and correct. Right, but that gets to sort of the. Uh, the issue with this epic thing is that everybody's talking about everything about the app store. Now. Yeah. All of the, all of it. Right. And it's all getting conflated into one big bundle of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, like the 30% cut, or in this case, um, it is the, uh, uh, the fact that they've, uh, intercepted communications, customer management from the right. company to, to the buyer. Right. And so uh, your intermediary, or Apple just said, oh, no, you can't have this anymore. It's going to explode. Now, that is that sucks. Uh, that is not the issue Epic right. had, yet <laughs> they will have it yeah. when, when that trigger gets pulled. Uh, but that is separate, and that is the, uh, the customer mediation portion of the App Store complaint, which is valid yep. by itself. Uh, 30% cut, probably also valid. Uh, in terms of what Epic actually did, uh, I don't think they've got a real good leg to stand on here. And I, I definitely, the, the argument that holds the most water with me is the comparison to console makers. And apparently, and I didn't even know this, which I'll freely admit, <laughs> that uh, when you make licensed games for major consoles like those from Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony, that you have to pay them 30% <laughs> 
<laughs> of you, the revenue yeah. you generate from those games to be an officially licensed game. I had no idea that, that was the case. That seems high to me too. Uh, but if yeah, every time and every time you submit to one of those stores, it's about ten grand, ten grand, thirty grand, just for you to submit. And then what they do is they go over the game, they try to break it, um, but they also uh, make sure that like the X button on your game is does what the X button does in all of the menus on all of the games on the platform. Like mm-hmm. they, they check human HCI mm-hmm. conventions. Uh, if you word it wrong during one thing, like you know when a, a dialogue comes up that says don't turn off your computer or remove the yep. disk or something, and it's always this exact same text, that's because that text is mandated by, say, Sony or Microsoft. And they've gone through it all. And if you if they reject your submission... You say, okay, thank you. We'll get back to work and do it all again. And then you pay again, like another well, dollars $15,000 just to have them check it over again. Now, if you submit digital apps, like download-only apps to like Nintendo, are they doing the same thing there, taking their cut and evaluating the games? So I don't know so much about that. Like now Microsoft's got its own sort of indie store. I think PlayStation does too and and Nintendo. I assume those work more akin to the uh, to the Apple mm-hmm. App Store mm-hmm. model. Uh, so you know, less gatekeeping, more freeform. But still, plenty uh, of gatekeeping, uh, just less. Yeah, but yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like big console titles are. I mean, those guys really pay attention to those because uh, they're like billion dollar hits, and they can make or break your right. platform. Yeah. Right? especially exclusive so they really want to be so i i I, Um, listen i do think that 30 percent is steep for the ios app store and i think the fact that occasionally giant companies can get exceptions doesn't feel fair and i think the fact that quote unquote free apps that are ad supported instead don't have to pay anything to the app store while other apps do doesn't make sense like the fact that it costs facebook nothing other than their annual developer fee or whatever um, but you know, people selling ninety-nine cent apps have to cut out a third each time. There's some some inherent unfairness there, and I don't know what the right fix is that makes sense. I also think it's Apple's prerogative, and I don't think that the government gets to decide what Apple should <laughs> should or shouldn't charge on those things. So I think all that sucks. I also think that the rules are the rules, and I think that Apple is within its right to enforce its rules, even if I don't like Apple's rules. <laughs> so once you've submitted and you've said, yes, I'm Epic and I'm going to agree to these rules, I don't think that Apple is abusing its position to say, you put in this thing that's cutting us out of the revenue, that's not allowed, you have two weeks to fix it. I, like that, that part doesn't bother me. I, I was wondering if Apple had the ability to force the rollback. <laughs> Like they have the old version on their server somewhere, I'm guessing. Could they could they make that the available version or not? I don't, I don't know. I don't think they'd do that. Uh, I don't yeah. think they would either. I was just wondering if they yeah. could. No, like a <laughs> that lot sounds of like that that would break the game for a lot of people. Hmm. It could, yeah, um, and then it would definitely be on Apple, like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you just then you just damage your relationship with you know the people you know the, Apple feels that the people who are using the device are their customers, you know, and yeah. that's why they don't want people getting in between i mean one of the things that that you know (laughs) that epic probably wants to do or is probably like their long-term game is they want to be able to release like some sort of platform on ios and other other devices that then they can have their own store and their own games on the inside of right so they they basically want to subvert the whole process and and run their own their own store within the app and obviously Apple does not want to do that. 
that said there's also there still is hopefully a good effect that maybe they could have through this process because the only company that the only kind of company that can take on apple is somebody who's big and has a big you know market presence and these guys obviously do i mean like little little people <laughs> little developers who are just kind of eking by in the app store are not going to be able to take on apple um epic might be able to and would you know, if it worked out well, it, they would be able to make some changes that hopefully would benefit everybody. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, obviously, but um, I think that is the hope. I So I tend to agree. I guess um, they could have just left, right? But they intentionally did this. Like, they submitted this build to the App Store. Uh, once it was in the field, they turned on um, this alternative payment system. And so now they've basically circumvented App Store checking policy. They've put in a buy button for everybody that circumvents the App Store, knowing full well that that is that contravenes the policy of the agreement that they signed, and knowing that Apple would give them the boot. Uh, right. And I've seen that described as, uh, I don't know, like resisting unjust laws. Right. I don't civil disobedience. Yeah. 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 I don't quite see it that That's, way. Yeah, I think that, that a, seems like a crazy stretch to me. Yeah, we've got a world full of legit civil I mean, disobedience. They're, they're right doing now. it they're doing it because they want to make more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they had like that uh nineteen eighty Fortnite video. Right. Had, like, but I do I do think it is a business protest, right? I don't think that they're looking after the common man, but I think that it's it is a I don't think it's an unreasonable way for them to just leave the platform. to stage their protest. Yeah, but just if they leave the platform, then like this—that's basically what they're doing, right? But they're doing it in no, the most no, attention-getting way possible. No, no, they're having Apple kick them out of the platform. That's like saying that's like I don't know, getting a hair in your soup, flying your soup at a restaurant, and rather than being like, "Okay, screw this, I'm out of here. I don't want to do any business with you guys," it's flipping the table over and making a giant stick <laughs> until the restaurant kicks you out on the street. If you do it that way, I'm not quitting. You fired me. Do you know what I mean? They care that you made a scene and just ruined everything for everybody. Yeah. Well, listen, I I think that they took absolute no question. They took the most headline grabbing path possible. Yes. Um, And I will happily say I have no idea what's going to happen. Like even by the time this episode is out, uh, or by the time we record next week's, I I don't know what the outcome will be. I Apple escalated real quick. Like, yeah. Okay, like this August 28th thing revokes their developer certificate, which means they can't even download Xcode. Like, they are, they're in trouble. They can't yeah. do anything for any Apple platform. They can't use any of the SDKs. Uh, they can't. Uh, Apple said it won't. And be that's, that's got to be a pretty big problem for them. <laughs> well, yeah, they won't be on any of the Apple platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if Google follows suit, then. That's they've just left mobile, right? Yeah. Oops, I don't know. I if mean, they I guess... expected it to go that far, but uh... well, they, they can still do their their Android side loading. That clearly wasn't good enough right. for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. technically, good right. luck with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that um, doesn't seem like a yeah like a right. big money <laughs> solution to the problem. Yeah. So I I, I don't know what they will do. Um, because like there, you have definitely. I think it used to be. I don't know if this is a problem internationally, but I know like in the U.S. there there were before the streaming 
console devices, the streaming set-top boxes, uh, there were occasions where cable companies and networks would get in a fight, right? And so, like, I don't know if you guys have this experience, but I remember multiple times where you'd start to get, like, a scrolling banner on the bottom of the screen, like... um, the NFL won't allow us to keep showing the NFL network for yeah, yeah. Cablevision customers or whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah. And while they were in these fights and they, you know, the, the TV network, the TV, the station would put on ads saying like, call your cable company and tell them to stop being jerks. And the cable company <laughs> would put on overlays saying, call the channel and tell them they're assholes. And uh, usually it would get settled at like two in the morning, the day that it was about to expire, like with minutes left. And then over time it got to the point where brinksmanship wasn't enough. And, uh, the, you would lose the channel for hours or for days. I remember there was one time when it was like literally something like ABC wasn't going to get covered, so you weren't going to be able to see the Oscars or the Super Bowl or something on some cable company because they couldn't get their shit together. And they got it like two minutes into the broadcast, they got the agreement done, and you could turn it on and see it. Um, wow. But like this feels like, to me, the modern version of that, right? Where somebody's got a cave or millions and millions of fans won't be able to play the game. And I don't know yeah. I don't know who would cave or who's going to care because I can't imagine Apple saying, "Okay, fine, we'll allow this for the time being." Like there's no way that happens. So, so Apple is in a real pickle. Uh if you read their statement that they gave Epic, uh they're basically claiming that they're kicking Epic out of the store because they're that's how they would treat all developers. Which is probably true. Uh, if you, if I pulled a fast one and put like an alternate payment method into an iOS app, uh, I am confident that I would get the boot. Yes. I, and then, and then if I was an extra dick about it, like making a video, <laughs> make like a making video. a video movie, like, you know, that's, Schiller's already blocked me on Twitter. Like this would just be a full, <laughs> this would... <laughs> This would just go bananas. Like yeah. it's it's. <laughs> He's so I think you on Twitter. Uh, I don't know why he probably he, fo- pro- he follows me. So maybe can, can I do it? I guess. Yeah, yeah. You sure? <laughs> I mean, I was probably on the talk show, and then he saw me on Twitter, and I don't know if you've noticed. I can get frustrated on twitter oh right i get why i blocked you uh, so. yeah so he's probably like, fuck this i don't want to yeah. have to hear this probably wasn't me just like i well you know it was me being me but there was nothing specific against me just more like i don't right. want to have to see this in my life so fine um but so my my bigger point is that apple is they're getting it from all sides uh microsoft just tried to do that streaming xbox service thing which is again another way of opening up a a store within their store. Uh, what else happened? Oh yeah, they had that goof where they screwed up that guy's that minor developer guy's. <laughs> right. I don't know what happened yeah. with that. He could have just. Oh, you know what happened to me is my credit card expired, and mm. I hadn't updated the number for that Apple ID that I'd signed mm-hmm. the app with. So that sucks, but whatever. Um, there was another couple of pretty big ones recently. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you for one minute there. Don't lose your train of thought. Remember it. We're we're only sponsored today by ourselves. So Rebound Prime, 
um, which you can sign up for at, at prime.reboundcast.com. You get bootlegs, which means early releases of the episode as soon as we're finished recording, and you get bonus episodes, which we record almost all the time, and maybe some other fun stuff if we get our acts together. One of the things you can do is you can submit questions that we'll answer. We did get a question from David. I apologize, because David, you sent it before last week's show, and I forgot. You sent it again, <laughs> so thank you. And David asks, and Guy, you might have to recuse, recuse yourself on this question, but David asks, why are American tech podcasters so upset? with the weather (laughs) wow (laughs) that Uh, is a good question does he mean the weather or like Fahrenheit oh I think he means the weather which is wrong okay (laughs) I'll I'll spot you that Fahrenheit is potentially wrong but I think we we often talk about like man it is really hot or like Moltz will say I have to turn off my fan or Dan's like I have to close the window and it's it's because we don't like being hot (laughs) we like to be comfortable that's why yeah I don't know about that. I, I had like, no idea that we were. <laughs> yeah, that seems... So I can't, I'm afraid I can't answer that question. That seems more like a human thing. <laughs> uh, oh, it's because we're humans, David. Maybe it's, it's, because maybe we're it's North Americans. Yeah, is this guy German? <laughs> All I know is his name is David. I literally have no other information. <laughs> uh, well, David, I, I don't know. Um, there's a fair amount of vamping and like killing time on these shows. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that. Uh, but yeah. so, guy, you were saying there's been all kinds of uh, of issues with the App Store recently, and I I totally respect. I, I totally understand Apple's position, and I just think yeah. it's. I think that Apple could take some peace from the fact, frankly, that side loading on Android wasn't enough for Epic, right? Like that's how they started, and then finally, like, fine, we'll put it on the App Store too, and the Google Play Store, or whatever. And like the fact that I can't legitimately sideload apps on iOS seems crazy to me. I understand. Like, and I think if it, if it doesn't seem crazy to you, dear listener, I think that's because you, like, just remember when Steve Jobs first told us that you could install web apps on your phone and that would be great. <laughs> and, like, clearly that was not great. And the fact that we can install apps at all is wonderful. But, like, the fact that it's an extremely powerful computer that you have with you basically all of the time and you can only get apps for it officially from Apple is it is bonkers. I think it made sense to do until now, and I think now is the time for that change because I don't think it'll hurt yeah. them in any way. I and I think that they can literally even say, you know, installing this app will make your device less secure or slower or shittier in any of a thousand ways. Are you sure you want to be a fucking idiot? And then, like, anytime <laughs> they want to contact support or anytime they even, like, go into settings, it's like re- giant banner. Reminder, you've got this bullshit installed, well, so don't blame us. I mean, one of the things I think is odd is that they, you can still, ins- as far as I remember now, you can still install profiles without yeah, you can. any kind of real warning. And a number of, I, I think they have restricted the parental controls apps that used to use those profiles in order to do the parental control stuff. So they've, they've restricted the app part that was available through the store, but you can still install a profile just by going to a website, which is way worse like, so yeah, because and I know that because my kid has done this because there are a number of profiles out there that purport to give you extra Minecraft stuff, yeah. And you know, and you look at it and it's like, well, like who signed this profile? You know, who was the developer of this profile? And it's like the Shang Chi industrial complex or something like that. Yes. <laughs> it's like what is going on here? And they do. I mean, they do do things. He, you know, he could show me that they actually accomplish stuff. But it's just like, oh my god, they're you know, if you, there's a profile on your device, they can pretty much get 
like most everything and that seemed crazy to me that that is allowed and yet the app store is locked down like you know like it is yeah so the that profile thing is about enterprise customers who can right. distribute. Yeah, I mean that's what it's designed for. But the fact that you can't even yeah. you can't control it through a parental control um, is what's surprising to me. Yes, you you could control it through another profile, um, but you you know. But then the you know as a parent, and I did play around with. I did do this at one point. Um, I created a profile to put on this device that would lock it down more, um, but it's a tremendous pain in the ass. Yeah. And it is not something that most people would be remotely capable of performing. No, yeah. I haven't seen the UI but in a while. But it's the kind of thing where you set it all up and then you expect it to print out, like, a, not print, print, but, you know what I mean, like, distribute <laughs> X number of these things, right? Yeah. It's not like you hook up a phone and you change the dials on that one phone. It's you create a profile. You create the profile and then you, and cook, then you, hand you hook the up the phone and then you apply the profile to the phone. Yeah. Right. And you so, have to do it before you have to do it as it's set up. Like you can't do it after the fact. Right. Mm. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is in. I mean, that's intended for enterprise stuff, right? Like that's why the workflow right. is like that. You set it up once and then you just keep stamping these phones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Pain in the ass. Anyway, uh, um, I yeah, don't and think... I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the solution is to the app store. Like, I don't know what kind of a deal is a good deal. I mean, it's like you lower it to fifteen percent, and then people are like, "Oh, fifteen percent is too much." I mean, I, <laughs> I kind of like. I mean, actually, one of the things that Epic does in licensing Unreal is they let you. I believe they don't charge you unless you make a million bucks or something. Something like is that, that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then after that, they charge you five percent. Who doesn't charge you until you make a million? Um, so Epic makes the Unreal oh, Engine. I see. So if got you're it, a developer it, it. making a game based on the Unreal Engine, um, you can use it until you make a million bucks, and then you have to start paying for it. Yeah, but you won't be able to distribute it on iOS anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's that, that's going to save a lot of developers money because they won't get to that million and have to pay out to Epic. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You're welcome, developers. I mean, it seems like I, I would think that it would be good to have some sort of threshold like that um, so that, like small indie developers would be able to make apps and distribute them and possibly be able to break even faster. And, yeah. and then when they do start making big bucks and I don't even care if it's 5%, but like, you know, maybe there's something that's easier for people to get on the door. Uh, yeah. I agree. That might also, go a long way. I mean, that has, that would have helped me in my life, my professional life for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I'm a little reticent to jump on something I think is awesome just cause I know it would have helped me. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I think that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good. I think, I don't, I don't know how much money they'd lose there. Apple. I mean, yeah. Uh, I think they get a lot of that money. Well, it's all through services, right? But like selling these coins in these games, uh, it's basically free for them. It's just it's printing money, effectively. Right. right? So yeah, that's rough. Um, and again, I don't know. Like, if Apple had the exact same deal for small developers that uh, Epic does, uh, that still wouldn't make Epic happy. They'd right. Still, right. They'd still be limited to like their only having to do in-app purchase via Apple and all of that kind of stuff. So I don't know what's going to make them happy. And I, do, I kind of get the feeling that Epic's going to bend at some point. I don't know. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're banking on Epic bending. I, I also, I wish I would pay money for the podcast version of the, uh, hearing the negotiations between the two companies. I want to know who's <laughs> on the phone from each. 
And like, do they talk to Phil? Do they talk to Tim? Uh, do they, be, like, it'll be Tim Sweeney. Yeah, a couple of but his, I, probably his legal guys and Schiller. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I want I want to hear those convos. Well, is it still Schiller, or is like is Schiller a little bit too fellowish now? Like I don't. Know. And, but like, I would be uh, still Schiller for this one. I, I have to imagine those are fun combos, and they go yeah. like I haven't been in obviously this exact situation, but I know there's times when you're just going back and forth, and like there's emails and phone calls, and like you finally decide where your line is. You're like, all right, this is what we're going to tell them. This is what we're going to do. We'll say this. We're willing to agree to this. And you call, and they're like, no, we're not doing either of those things. And man, I would love to hear that. That would be prime entertaining content. <laughs> if we get that recording, we will put it on Rebound Prime. I promise. I don't think you're going to get that. I don't think so either. <laughs> Yeah, also, I don't know if putting it behind a paywall is going to give you any kind of whistleblower <laughs> protections. Uh, like, I don't know. That seems very I'm not hard. Sure how to, that's good. How that really helps out. Yeah, that seems like a very disingenuous argument to make to a judge about why you're. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you broadcasting private corporate intelligence? We only take 100% of the, the amounts that people pay us, though, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, Mikhail D'Acusa, uh, I don't know if you guys know him. He's uh, he's an old Linux guy. Uh, Is there uh, any other kind? Well, <laughs> he started doing... So, he's, he started the C-sharp project, the mono C-sharp project, like, years and years ago, which was uh, a GNU or GPL implementation of Microsoft's C-sharp library called Mono. You pronounce the G. Uh, <laughs> oh, GNU? I, I pronounce yeah. it the way I do in, in GIF. Yeah. I don't know. Genu? Genu. I don't even like... Like on Genu? Yeah. Oh, is that what... It's supposed to be like new Linux? Is that what... I think so, yeah. I always thought it was new, yeah. But... Uh, God. Yeah. But I don't know. It makes sense. It's not I, know, I don't think I've ever talked to anybody about it. Yeah, me neither. I really haven't. <laughs> I, don't I, ever, think, I don't think I've ever said it out loud. I, I think it's the first it. time I've said it out loud, or people who have cared so little about correcting me that they're just like, yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah. It like, just doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not like I say GNOME, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Which is actually the window manager that he worked on. For He, he worked on the GNOME window manager. <laughs> he worked on GNOME. Yeah, but he didn't do the GNOME one. He just worked on GNOME for GNU somehow. I don't know. Anyway, Long story short, uh, he's now at Microsoft uh, running Mono stuff. He's a very, very smart guy. Um, at one point, a few years ago, he and his little company was selling a plug-in for Unreal because Unreal uses Mono as a scripting language, C-sharp as a scripting language. And so Mikhail and his company had uh, a product that they would sell to third-party developers that would you know, help them jazz up their games, basically. Uh, and Tim Sweeney <laughs> changed the license agreement after they saw this product so that they could not make any money off of it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I actually, I did see, I saw this story. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they wouldn't be able to, it, I, this right. wasn't, I didn't read this in a paper or anything. It was just Mikhail tweeting. Uh, but yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think there's, Somebody's going to accuse me of being an Apple fanboy. Yeah, uh, I am. Sure. On the other hand... You're on a show uh, with Moltz. You're fine. You're covered. <laughs> you're really... <laughs> yeah. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, there's no shining nights here. It's not like Epic's being great about anything. So, yeah. I don't know. Two behemoths just bashing each other. And I, I don't understand why. And frankly, 
uh, my friend Brad was texting me this the other day. It, it's just not the time. I don't even know who's right. That's what he was saying. Uh, but just there's more important stuff going on in the world right now than you bickering over stupid Fortnite <laughs> money. You know, I can't. You know what? If you wanted to prove that point, I think this is. I can't remember what Brad said, but let's put it on him so that nobody yells at me. Uh, put a button in there to donate to some sort of relief fund. Yeah. Ra- rather than buying your stupid virtual cur- currency. If you want to make a point, <laughs> put in something that, you know, will donate the money somewhere. Yeah. I mean, and if you really want to make the point. expecting a little too much, but... <laughs> Well, I, I think, mean, Apple has but been that would really that would be you know a way to make it. To me, the, the saltiest way to do it is to do it as an in-app purchase. We're saying you know whatever you do, we'll donate that minus the twenty percent or minus the thirty percent that Apple takes. I guess. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that would be better. Yeah. Yeah, but they. I don't know. It, I, I'm just not entirely convinced everybody's on the up and up here. Also, Apple has been kind of a dick recently, to in weird ways. Uh, yeah. Right. Like. There was something about tips, and they wanted thirty percent of the tips during COVID nineteen. Yeah, well, and that's the other. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, a lot of a lot of businesses are moving. I think we've talked about this once before, but like they have to move to virtual. You know, like things like exercise and other stuff uh, are moving to virtual relationships, and so now they're using like video through the app or whatever, making making a reservation through an app with like. I don't mean I, think, I don't know if it's like therapy or what, but something you know it's but like I know I know one example is exercise to make a an appointment with a uh, you know exercise guru online and whereas they would be able to do that previously where somebody was just meeting a, a person in real life now because they're doing it through an app they're they're trying to get a cut of the money. Yeah, that's not a good look. No, it's not. You should wave stuff like that. You should, yeah. I mean, like, and we, I think we, that's what we suggested. Like, you know, wave it for a while at the very least. Like, yeah. say we're not going to collect any of that for a year or whatever until you know, like, and then you know, presumably when this stuff goes back to normal, and you're you're actually meeting up with your, um, your what are they? What are they? Fitness guy? What, I can't think of the word. The word there, but um, Sherpa, fitness Sherpa. Your Sherpa. Um, then you know you'll you won't need to do it through the app anymore. So we won't need to take a cut, and we can start it back up again. But um, right now, it doesn't seem like. Yeah, I mean, like people are really struggling, and the richest company in the world doesn't need to be taking. More that, money. And that's that's uh, it's maybe not fair, but uh, oh well. But like the fact that they are such a rich and successful company definitely is a factor here because, like, yeah, I don't know in what sense I'm using the word need, but you don't need the money in that case, right? Like they could get away without earning it, and they have to do right by their shareholders and by their employees and all that stuff. But they could do nothing for several years and still take care of everybody. <laughs> Um, yeah. For several long years, I do years. think some of that comes down to uh, a lot with the with the antitrust stuff going on. I think they're bizarrely trying to teach uh, treat everybody the same. Yeah, and that means okay, but they already started doing right? an exercise class, so now we've got to take some money, uh, and we're doing that because we can't afford to lose this bigger lawsuit. One of the trickier parts to me for 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 Apple's arguments is that. Uh, there's, you know, the, these pieces where like they don't treat everybody the same. There are some giant companies that get special privileges and it could be Amazon. It could be, 
uh, Netflix. Um, it could just be the fact that, you know, sometimes the biggest apps in the world, if, if Facebook drops an update that, you know, is buggy, Apple will, will expedite them even if they've already used their expedited review, right? And I'm not saying that that's a wrong thing for Apple to do. If it's affecting literally hundreds of millions of people, I think it's the right thing to do, but they yeah. already don't treat people equally. And I, I, I think this is probably, I think, oh, oh, go ahead. I think that they would argue that uh, while that is not a rule, it's in the rule book. They would say that we do teach uh, treat any company the same because if any company had a hundred billion users, okay, we'd also fair. hop to it, you know. That's fair. And Netflix, okay, yeah, we will work with any company of that size. It just happens to be Netflix now. Whatever. If it's Hulu tomorrow, fine. Well, uh, Microsoft's that size, but they're not giving them, the, and they're saying it's because it's not gaming. But I, I, your point is valid. Yeah, but that's but a store within a store thing, which is they're like, looking at it through their own lens, right? Of this is what's fair for us. Yeah, uh, this, yeah. This yeah. Is and don't get me wrong, fair. I am not. I, I really I don't want to deal with the hate mail. I'm not saying unequivocally that I am on Apple's side. I just think that this whole thing is a giant mess. And yes. I, I think that they've got a perspective on it that is not completely rational and evil. Or at least they don't think it is. Uh, same with Epic. But yet these are they're colliding at a weird time. That, and I don't think it's good for anybody. Right. Yeah. I, well, I, I fear that it's not going to be. I mean, I think that there is a possible outcome where, I mean, like if Epic manages to get Apple to make some changes to the App Store, um, that would be good for, that could be good for lots of other people. But sure. I fear that that's not exactly what's going to happen. They'll they'll cut some deal and then things will go back to the way that they were. So as a user, Lex, did you finish your thought, Lex? Sorry, I, I know no, I, I, I was. I, I feel. I fear that my thought is a little bit dumb, and I'm also about to run out of time in the next few minutes. But <laughs> I, I was rereading today a quote about how why it's expensive to be poor, and the idea was I, I'm not going to get this perfectly, and I can't even remember to whom I should be attributing this quote. But the idea was like, if you need boots, and if you're poor, you buy the cheap boots that are ten dollars, but they won't even last one season. So at the new season, you got to buy them again. And if you're rich. You'll buy, you know, the the thirty dollar boots that last for ten years. So over the course of ten years, the poor person spent a hundred dollars on boots, and the rich person spent thirty dollars on boots, or whatever. And that's that's how it can be expensive to be poor, yeah. right? And apologies again for butchering that analogy, but I feel like there's because what I want to say, which I know in again for however you define fair, it doesn't necessarily feel fair in theory. Apple should charge these giant companies whatever the hell it wants because the giant companies can afford it and Apple is a material part of their business. But for these smaller, you know, indies probably deserve a different tier. And normally it's like the opposite, right? Like normally if you're uh, if you're an enterprise business, the biggest clients get the sharpest discounts and the smaller ones pay more because you're getting so much volume from the big guys. But like here it feels like there's a potential where there's, there should be some version of it that's flipped because it's just it is crippling small developers, I think, in some cases to have to have to pay the same fees as the big guys but i, I don't know I, I don't know how to solve it and be in a capitalistic society at the same time well yeah we should fix that yeah i've got uh <laughs> welcome to the revolution <laughs> yeah okay anyway we're gonna start printing up shea guevara t-shirts with lex's face on them <laughs> just it's going to be Jacob Aaron. It's going to say, look at this guy. Instead of Shay, it just says Lex. At the it just bottom. says Lex, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody do that. And don't wear Jake Rivera t-shirts either. That'll be another member bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Look at this, Guevara. <laughs> that, that would be <laughs> that would be hilarious.